Sunday here at Action Church, doing a little bit different today. We usually do it uh, out front, uh, outside, but we are actually going to conclude uh, our time together uh, in some worship uh, and see uh, many of our friends and family and church members be baptized. Uh, just first service alone between our, our three locations, uh, we, had, uh, we had 58 baptisms uh, this morning. And so... God is already moving. I know several of you are planned or registered, and I really believe uh, many more uh, this morning that God's going to do something in, in your life, and, uh, in your heart, and I believe today is going to be a day of uh, going public uh, with your faith. And so uh, at any point in the message, uh, if you feel like, especially as we get towards the end, if you feel like today is my day, whether you registered uh, or uh, you just feel God moving uh, our team here at Winter Park in the vestibules and the lobby and at Sanford and Oviedo, we have team everywhere I can show you. We've got everything that you need. And so at any point, just feel free. Uh, we'll just assume you're leaving uh, for parking issues here at Winter Park. And, uh, and uh, no, go get baptized. Uh, don't leave. Uh, we see you. We have cameras. God sees you, more importantly. So, <laughs> Hey, we're going to be in uh, Matthew 14 and uh, Matthew 3 today, uh, talking about a couple different uh, encounters uh, with Jesus and seeing his example. And uh, I have a few things I want to share with you, and then we are going to worship and get to some baptisms today. Matthew chapter 14, this is kind of the filter. I believe today uh, is a day for, for some of us where God is calling us out of comfortable and into some, some courage. And we see this here in Matthew 14. This is, if you've been in church, you've heard this story before. And I'm just trying to get, get us to take a step today. For, for a lot of us, dozens of us, the, the step will be baptism. But if you've uh, been water baptized and you've been living for the Lord and there hasn't been a, a huge recommitment phase or something going on in your life and today you're, you're not gonna get baptized, I still believe this, this message is for you because there is a step that God is calling you to take. I don't know what that is. You fill in the blank. The Holy Spirit will let you know what this is going to take some, some courage to do that. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble. They were far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. They were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. There's something that you need to catch today that wherever Jesus is, you can have courage. Whether you're in a storm or whether you're in paradise, whether you're on the mountaintop or in the valley, if Jesus is there, you can, you can have courage. So Peter called out to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you, walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and he walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and waves, he was terrified, and he began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Check this, verse 31. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. He says, you have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped, and the disciples worshiped him. You really are the son of God, they exclaimed. See, when we walk with Jesus, we can either walk in the miraculous like on the water, or immediately when we cry out to him, he can save us. So he has the power to, to save us or to allow us to walk in the supernatural. Either way, I'd like to be where Jesus is. Whether I'm on, in the water, on the water, sinking in the water, I would like to have Jesus in my life. The fact that Jesus is leading your life, you can take courage. You can have a different 
posture, a different perspective. That's where I wanna get to today when it comes to, to baptism, that we're taking a step. See, too many of us Christians have settled for a, a docile, private faith. And you have a personal relationship with Jesus, but it was never meant to be lived in private. Baptism is taking a step, saying I am no longer settling for safe and behind the scenes, some level of morality or religion. No, I am taking a stand and saying I belong to Jesus. You don't hide something that you're proud of. So baptism is taking a step. I need you to be very clear today that baptism is not a part of the salvation experience. Salvation is when we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord and we surrender control of our life. That is a one and done deal. It's, it is self-contained, it is self-sustaining. Baptism is not attached to that. It is a next step in your journey of becoming a disciple. It is a part of the discipleship process, not the salvation experience. And it's not just a one-time thing. A lot of people get baptized once. It really sticks. You really went under the water real good. Like they got all the sin off and then you came out and you're good. But a lot of us, we gotta go to super kindergarten. You know what I mean? We gotta, we gotta do a little repeat. Like I remember getting baptized at Lakeside Baptist Church at seven years old and then it didn't stick so good at first. You know, I was, I was sneaking into heaven through my teenage years. I wasn't gonna have my own home in heaven. I was gonna be a shared space. There's gonna be a shared space just sneaking in the side door. And I remember recommitting my life at Church of the Highlands getting baptized again. You say, Pastor, can you do that? Absolutely, because baptism is not attached to salvation. It is a public declaration of an inward life change. Yeah. Now, you shouldn't get baptized every time we do it. If you're in the water every time we do it, we gotta have a conversation. But I believe a lot of people today, God has done something in your life, maybe through the last freedom semester, maybe through the series, maybe through prayer and fasting, maybe even just today, like you didn't know why you came today, you just came to church and the Holy Spirit's gonna speak to you and today's gonna be a day where you say, I, I'm no longer living for me, I'm living for Jesus. Remember, my baptism experience was a, was a change. Baptism does a couple of things. It encourages us as believers, and it also provides accountability. We'll talk about that in just a moment because we're saying that we're living differently. Don't just take my word for it. I was baptized at seven and again at 19, but Jesus was baptized. And I wanna look at his baptism because he led by example. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. This is John the Baptist, but John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said this, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. This is one of the, the, the three times we see the heavens open up and, and Father uh, God speak. He spoke at Christ's baptism. He spoke at the transfiguration, Matthew 17. And he spoke as Jesus approached the cross in John 12, 27 through 30. See, in the past, God spoke to his son. But once you receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior, God spoke to his son. Today, he's speaking through his son, through his life, his death, and his resurrection to you. The water baptism is a public declaration that I'm associating with Jesus. 
What does it mean for, for you and for me? I got three things practically I wanna give you today that what baptism means for you and for me. Write this down. You are a follower of Jesus Christ. It is declaring that you are a follower of Jesus. Acts chapter two, verse 41. Those who accepted his message were baptized. Pastor, do I have to be baptized to be saved? No, but I don't know why you wouldn't want to be. Like it would make any sense to me. Say, Jesus has set me free from my sin, set me free from my shame. He saved me from my sin, but I don't wanna tell anybody about it. Does it make any sense? It is the next step. It is the obvious next step. You are a follower of Jesus Christ. What does it mean for me? Number two, you're starting a new life in Christ. It symbolizes something so powerful. Check this out, Romans 6 and 2 Corinthians 5. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of God the Father, we too live a new life. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. You're starting a new life in Christ. Like when we, when we get in the water today, what baptism represents is that we are buried with Christ. We go under the water, buried with Christ, that our, our sin and our shame goes under the water and we are raised to, to new life, that what goes in under the water is our past, is, is what we carried before, is everything that we did, everything we said, and what represents is that died because Jesus did what we could never do for ourselves. He died in our place, and so we are buried, and our old life is buried with Jesus, raised to a new life in him. That's where we're gonna have to hold some of you in a little bit longer. There's a lot of old life. Hopefully you brought a snorkel. Starting a new life in Christ, and it's a, it's a powerful symbol. It is not just a sacrament or a tradition. There is something that happens when you, when you realize all that Jesus did for you. It is a symbol of the relationship that you're starting and what it means for you, both in this life and for eternity. You're starting a new life in Christ, and here's the third one. You're a part of a new family. The body of Christ, the family of God. Galatians 3 says this, you are all sons and daughters of God through the faith in Christ Jesus. It's our faith that unites us. It's our commonality that Jesus is our Lord and Savior that makes us family for all of you were baptized into Christ, having clothed yourself in Christ. And I believe today is a day where you are gonna be made new. You're gonna declare that Jesus is the Lord of your life and join a new family. A couple thoughts I wrote down as I was thinking about baptism and this walking on the water correlation. Jesus went under the water in his baptism so he could walk on it later. Because he buried something. He said, not my will, but your will be done. He didn't need to be baptized. It was a sign of surrender. Say, God, you're now in control. And the Holy Spirit fell, and that's when the miracle started. The miracle started after Jesus surrendered to baptism as a public sign, and after the Holy Spirit fell, that he went under the water so he could walk on it. Here's the next one. Miracles and ministry started after he buried his plans and surrendered to the Holy Spirit. So I wrote down this way, you have to let your plans, your sins, your past be buried in the water so you can rise to the new life that Christ has for you. Romans 6, again, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, nor just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of God the Father, we too may have 
a new life. Baptism is a next step. Salvation is the first step. So before we go any further in service, I wanna give you that opportunity right now. I believe today is a day of salvation and recommitment for many of you in this room at Winter Park, Oviedo and Sanford. So right here, before we get practical and before we go back into worship and, and do baptism, I wanna give you an opportunity to meet Jesus or recommit your life to him. So every head bowed, every eye closed at every location. Nobody looking around, just a moment with you and God. When Peter was sinking, he cried out, save me, Lord. And immediately, immediately he was saved. I believe this is an immediately moment for dozens of you in this room and at Sanford Oviedo Action Online. What am I talking about? I'm talking about starting a relationship with Jesus, giving your life to Jesus, Jesus being the perfect son of God, the second part of the Trinity, living a perfect life because you could not. He lived a perfect life for you so he could qualify himself as the perfect substitute. And on the cross, he died as you. And that means exactly that, that he died in your place, that he took on your sin, your shame, your past, your transgressions, all of those things on him. So God no longer sees you as you are. He sees you as he sees his son, Jesus, because Jesus took all of our stuff so we could have his. This is an exchange. He took our sin so we could be seen with his righteousness. The cross gives you access to salvation, forgiveness, mercy, and grace. That's what his death does. His blood shed for you, his body broken for you. His resurrection gives you access to victory over sin in the grave. What's our responsibility? Is to confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, to declare and believe that Jesus is Lord. What does that mean? That means he's in control. Let me put it simply, he's the leader of your life. You're no longer leading, now he is. If you wanna make that decision today to make Jesus the Lord, the leader of your life, to surrender control of your life to him for the first time ever, or maybe today, it's a day of recommitment. I don't know what's happened to you in your relationships or seasons of life, but for whatever reason, you have not allowed Jesus to lead. You've taken control. You've no longer made him a priority. Today's the day of recommitment. If that's you, across all of our locations, I wanna pray with you. Before you get in the water and be baptized, you have to be saved. I wanna give you that opportunity to receive salvation today or recommit your faith to Jesus today. If that's you, would you raise your hand right where you are? Say, Pastor, that's me. I wanna make Jesus the Lord of my life. I wanna give him control of my life. No longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Yes, 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 yes. Got you right there in the middle, yep. Yes, sir. Yep. Proud of you. Got you in the back, man. See you. Yep. Stadium. Oviedo, Sanford. I'm always so honored to share this moment with you. Your day of salvation. You can put your hands down. Would you pray this in your heart? As I pray it out loud, say this. Say, God, I love you. And God, I thank you. I thank you for saving me. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. And I'm saved only by your grace. And today, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you, Jesus, are Lord. And God, I give you that place, complete control. Have your way. Thank you for saving me. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody at Action Church said amen. And amen, church, can we celebrate those decisions that were just made? <laughs> Best decision you can make in your life. Hey, we're gonna get to baptism in just a moment, but I, I wanna get practical, and, and then I wanna close with this, this illustration, this, this thought. 
So here it is. How's it done? How's baptism done? Just real practically, at Action Church, we believe that we baptize believers. It is a post-salvation experience. We've talked about that today. It is by full immersion, just like Jesus, baptizo, full immersion, that you go in the water one way, you're raised to a new life. And so we are going to dunk you. We're, we're a dunking church here at Action Church. We baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and in Jesus' name. And here's the fourth, that's why we're doing it different today. We believe that baptism is meant to be celebrated by the church family. And so every person that goes under the water, whether it's 1, 10, 20, 30 in this service at 1, 10, 20 at Sanford or Oviedo, every single person is symbolizing a public declaration that God has changed their life. And the Bible says that all of heaven rejoices when a lost son or daughter comes back to the Lord. And so we are going to celebrate like your favorite sports team just won a game because somebody's salvation is way more important than that. I wanna get rid of a few excuses real quick. I didn't come ready. I didn't come ready, that's fine, we got everything. We got all the mentionables and all the unmentionables. We got everything you need to get baptized. Teams in the vestibules here, lobby at all of our locations. What's another excuse, Pastor? I didn't come ready. Second one, this isn't comfortable. God's calling you out of comfortable. In fact, comfortable does not fit in the Christian vocabulary. And let me just get all up in your business real quick. Do you think Jesus was comfortable when he died for you on a cross? The water is cold. There's people here. That's not comfortable. <laughs> Jesus, naked, beaten, bruised, put on a cross for you and for me. Not comfortable. We don't get to settle for comfortable anymore. In fact, a comfortable Christianity is not Christianity at all. Salvation, what you just received, is free. It's a free gift that you could never earn. But following Jesus may cost you everything. It will definitely cost you your comfort. And here's the last one. It isn't convenient. Well, convenient Christianity is, is not the Christianity that Jesus came and lived and died for. In fact, oftentimes God's gonna call us out of convenience. Our calling and our convenience will very rarely be parallel in this life. I wanna close with this, this thought, this idea. The family of God, I, I think there's something, there's just something powerful about being a part of a team. Like you and I are the body of Christ. When we are, we are saved, we have gifts, and God puts us in place, and one of those steps to being a part of the body of Christ is baptism. But what I love about the church in the body of Christ is we're a part of a team with some, some really cool stories. Like it's not just Action Church. It's not just the church in Orlando. It's not even just the, 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 the global church now. It's the body of believers since the beginning of the church. And there's so many people that have gone before us that we can be encouraged by their stories. There's so many people that have been, been suffered for the gospel, have been killed for the gospel. There's so many people that have made a public stand and it's cost them everything. And today God's just asking us to make a stand in front of our friends. But I, I, I wanna change our perspective a little bit because we're a part of something, we're a part of something so special. The thing that God entrusted to bring about the good news of his son Jesus was the church, was the, the body of Christ. And I'm just here to tell you today that it's time for the church to step out of comfortable and out of convenience and into the calling that God has for us, regardless of the cost. 
I'm just asking us to take a stand for some things. And I believe for a lot of you today, taking a stand public with your faith, although it's uncomfortable and inconvenient, it's gonna be a step. It's a small step, it's a simple step, but it's a step in the right direction. And I think it symbolizes for all of us what we're called to do in this day and time we're supposed to stand for Jesus, regardless of what it costs. And I've read this story a couple times before, 2014 and then 2018, 2019. But I feel like it, it symbolizes the stand that I want us to take today. It's a story of a martyr. If you knew a church of martyrs, somebody who gave their life for the cause of Christ and it, under persecution, under fear of death, they still lived for Jesus and they were killed because of their faith. There are still thousands of people every single year that are killed because of their faith. That they believe in this so much that it's so public, that it's so on their whole life that they're willing to give up their life in this temporary place to make a stand for Jesus. I wanna read the story of this missionary who was killed and then his friends found this in his journal. He was facing the threat of death for weeks, killed for the cause of Christ. As the people that killed him moved on to a new region, a new village, his friends came and they found his Bible and his prayer journal. And this is what he wrote just before his death. And this is the type of person that I wanna be. This is the type of Christian that I believe we're all called to be. And I believe today for a lot of you, the first step into living this type of faith is making a stand for Jesus. So here's the journal entry of this person who was killed for the cause of Christ. Maybe you've heard it before. It goes like this. I'm part of the fellowship of the unashamed. I have Holy Spirit power. The die has been cast. I've stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of his. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense. My future is secure. I'm finished with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tame visions, mundane talking, cheap living, and dwarfed goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, plaudits, or popularity. I don't have to be right, first, tops, recognized, praised, regarded, or rewarded. I now live by faith. I lean on his presence. I walk by patience, lifted by prayer, and labor for him by power. My face is set, my gate is fast, my goal is heaven, my road is narrow, my way rough, my companions few, my guide, he's reliable. My mission, it is clear. I cannot be bought, compromised, detoured, lured away, turned back, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice, hesitate in the presence of the adversary, negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander in the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up, shut up, let up, until I've stayed up, stored up, prayed up, paid up, preached up for the cause of Christ. I'm a disciple of Jesus. I must go till he comes, give till I drop, preach till all know, and work till he stops me. When he comes, when he comes for his own, he will have no problems recognizing me. My banner will be clear that I am a part of the fellowship of the unashamed, that I am a part of the family of God, that I went in one way and I came out a different way. And today you're making a stand and saying, God did for me 
what I could never do for myself. And so he died for me, I will live for him. That I'm getting out of the boat and I'm taking a step. And what is that step? For some of you, it could be something different. But for a lot of you, your step is to go public with your faith. What do I mean by that? I mean literally get out of your seat and get in the water. Like now. Should have got a pedicure. Just fully clothed, just straight in the water. Uh, just as cold as last time. We finish with this, then I wanna pray, and then we're gonna start baptizing people. Worship team's gonna worship, we're gonna stand, and we're gonna celebrate every person that gets in the water. Let me just say this real quick. Getting in the water today is not gonna solve all your problems. It's not gonna heal your marriage instantly. It's not gonna fix your finances. It's not gonna, this is not a, a once and for all, everything's gonna be perfect but I believe it can be the start. I believe it can be the start to inviting the power of God into your life. I believe it can be the start of healing. I believe it can be the start of breakthrough. I believe it could be the first time in your whole life where you stand up and you tell the devil of hell, you no longer get power in my life. You no longer get power in my relationships. You no longer get space in my brain that I'm making a stand for Jesus, that he stood for me, so I'm gonna stand for him. So God, I pray for every single person right now that is considering this step. God, I pray that today would not be a tradition, would not be an emotional experience. Today would be a public declaration of a personal decision. That what's gonna happen today is that sin and shame in the past is gonna be washed away and they are gonna be raised to a new life. Not based off what we did, but based off of what you did. Not based off of who we are, but based off of who you are. Let today be a symbol that we're no longer gonna settle for convenience or comfort that we're gonna pursue our calling. And for a lot of us today at Action Church, that first step in our calling to become the disciple Jesus is calling us to be is to go public. God, I pray we'd celebrate them. We'd encourage them, we'd affirm them. God, I pray as they say, help me, hold me accountable, we would be that. We'd be a church that encourages both with affirmation and correction that we would invite them into the family of God. And I pray right now that the moments that we're about to share are intentional, they're authentic, and they're a symbol of how great and how good our God is. We love you. We worship you in this place. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can stand to your feet as we begin to baptize.
Senhor.